What's going on, Joel? How much, man? <laughs> you running out of room over at your place? Huh? You running out of room? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For your bottles? <laughs> I know, I can't keep up, man. I said I was going to be... Actually, I've been on a freeze of getting bottles. Usually, uh, I'd be getting some, like, every week. The old Joel. Yeah. Yep. Now, I'll probably get one, like, every two or three weeks. Yeah. But it's kind of slow right now. It's nothing really... Nothing really has come out. I, I think the newest bottle that I've got, I guess you could say that it's allocated around here in Wisconsin, but um, Heaven Hill product, um, Bermheim. So that's a weeded whiskey. Mm-hmm. Seven year, but they, the standard offering, they, they, they made a premium one now. It's a barrel-proof option now. So I, I just got that. Um, this week. Nice. Yeah. Seems like it's pretty limited around these parts, so that'd be another bottle that we can, um, sure. review. Um, never was a big, uh, I can't say that I wasn't a big fan of the original Bernheim, but, um, I never owned a bottle of one, but I was just intrigued about a wheat whiskey. That's a barrel proof. You don't see that every day. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, other than that, uh, was about it. Other than on my way over here, I came across the E.H. Taylor. That's about it. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, those are hard to come by now. It's kind of funny. I wonder if uh, Buffalo Trace's dis- distribution change. You know, they they went with a different dis- distributor. Distributor. Yeah, yeah. They said they were going to, right? Yeah. Well, they, well, I, they fired the last one and sued yeah. and sued them. Man, I still don't think it's so going to change anything. Yeah, I wonder if it's gonna. Because even if you get like more than what you were getting before, if you're a liquor store, the liquor store is still gonna treat it as such as it was the first distributor that they had. Right. Because they know how hard it is to come by. They're gonna hold it back. Yeah. They're gonna put it in a raffle. Um, yeah. I would say, here recently, I've been seeing a lot more buffalo trees, I will say. Right. A lot of liquor stores around here have been doing store picks of some, and also just having non-store picks available, but of course they still limit you to to one per human, or whatever. But, I've seen it. I've seen it also where they're like, oh, you have to buy... This oh, this Wheatley. Yeah, the Wheatley Vodka or something Yeah, you like got to buy the Wheatley Vodka. Yeah, yeah. Two for one type um, thing. Mom just had a sort of pick of a Buffalo Trace. I think I sent it to you. I don't know if you saw it or not, but I didn't I didn't get a chance to go out there to get it. Hmm. But he just recently did a pick, or he got his oh, really? recently picked last week. I sent it to you on Instagram. Uh, a barrel chat. of what? Buffalo Trace. Oh, store pick. nice. I got to get out there again. It's been a while. <sighs> Yeah, I haven't been there. I've Too been, long. Seems like he's been advertising this Monguanago one. Is that more. open? Oh, his yeah. new store it's is beautiful. open. Ah, beautiful. Is it is the selection bigger or is it just the same? Uh, I was there when it's first open. I was. It, it's a bigger store. I guess. Uh, I don't know. Can I say bigger? Are they the same size? Huh. It's nice though. With the bar up. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the bar is nice okay. too. Cool. Yeah. The bar is bigger. 
he has couches up there and stuff like oh, I mean nice. he has couches at the old one too but during the summertime would be nice because he has those uh what do you call it? those garage sliding uh, type door sweet. it's like an open patio type fill thing cool I think it's a fireplace up there too if I'm not mistaken so yeah other than that anything new that you've got recently Pendern um the Welsh the Welsh yep I've never had any other stuff. I've always kind of like, ah, one of these days I'll get around to buying that, you know. And I, I just kept passing them over and passing them over. And I was in a store that had three different kinds: the peated one, the regular one, and then like sherry cask. The Madeira. Yeah, and it's like, um, forty. What was it? Twenty-five bucks more. Yeah. For that, so I, I just got the regular Pendern, which I hear is. Amazing, like I was telling you before this recording, people have been raving about that Madeira um, finished. Mm-hmm. So, so much whiskey out there, mm-hmm. so little time. Yeah. But, fortunately for us, we do occasionally do make time for it. <laughs> I also got the the peated uh, Port Charlotte. Um, oh, uh, yeah, they got the black bottle or... Yeah, yeah, it's that like dark a, gray. Like a stained or something. Yeah, that was... It's really good. There's two kinds. One is with a... I think it's like 13 year. I'm not really sure, but it's it's got a certain date on it. Versus mm-hmm. the non-dated one. But it still has an H... They both have H statements, but one has like a bottling date on it. Gotcha. And it was a it was a little more, but I thought, eh, just go for that one. And uh, for Peter Whiskey's, that was up there. It's up there, yeah. Man. It won uh, one of the spots in the Oswas for the the, the recent oh, okay. Oswas. Okay, just this last winter fall. So I thought, ah, uh, I haven't had it. I'm gonna try it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, what do you got for the low? You got the low end. Today. Yeah. yeah, I got an oldie but goodie. <clears throat> oh. Um, years ago, this was, uh, can I say highly sought after? I mean, it's been available on the shelf. It used to have an age statement on it years ago. So uh, what I bring to you is... Elijah Craig? A product of Heaven Hill. Oh. And it's not a fresh pop. I had some out of it, but just a little poor. <laughs> so it still looks sure. like it's not open. But this it is looks uh, like a leader. Yeah, it is a leader, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, Fighting Cock, 103 proof. Used to have a six-year age statement on this bad boy years ago. Not anymore. So oh. I have no idea what the okay. age statement is. So it just has that regular... Bourbon? Yeah, it's a bourbon. Yeah, Heaven Hill, I tell you, they are... Um, Game changers when it comes to low-end products sometimes. Sometimes Ooh. if you see a lower bottle, or how can I put this? Bottom shelf product, nine times out of ten, most most of them are made by Evan Hill if you just huh. look at the back of the label. <clears throat> Had a brain fart there Let's for a moment. So I give you the straight bourbon. Yeah. So, mash bills, the, you know, Bart typical Town. Heaven Hill mash bills, 75% corn, 13% rye, 
12% uh, malted barley and a pretty good value too um, I think I got this a liter 25 bucks uh, I think regular MSRP is $20 but that was a while ago so wow cheap for a liter mm -hmm. and this is supposedly a competitor against Wild Turkey 101 so that could be another episode we could do. The fighting cock versus wild turkey. Two ch two birds <laughs> going head to head. See what this nose is all about. Ooh. Yeah. So. Sweet. I want to say. Well, actually, that was Brian Foreman. So. When I. Went in for the nose. It kind of reminded me of the early times that we just reviewed. Mm. The bottle and bond that we just did. Which we loved, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Really sweet. Mm-hmm. Jeez. That is, like, sweeter than... Uh... Rittenhouse. Yeah. And that Rittenhouse was really sweet. Mm-hmm. No rye in this, man. Those, uh... That corn, man. 75% corn. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> Took my breath away 103. <laughs> Get that nice Kentucky hug. Mm. I mean, it's all it's that you want in the bourbon. I, I would say this is... Very similar to the early times that we had. Huh. I, I would say that the early remember. times is better. I can't opinion. remember. But I remember it being good. It's just so amazing. Mm -hmm. I can say this all the time whenever we um, review a low end. It's just so crazy what you could get <laughs> so cheap on the shelf that's readily available. It's like a dessert. It's sugary. And the heat, it's not even there. Oh, I no. mean, this is like... Yeah, 103? This is aged. I, yeah. I believe it is six years. I mean, that that's aged. My thing is, if it was, I don't know what made them take off that six-year age statement. Like, what happens for them to take off the age statement off a product? And they still have the same product, but they take the age statement off, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Elijah Craig. When it was twelve year age dated, yeah, but it's still a good quality product. So it's like, is it not twelve well, or like what is it now or right eleven now or what? Yeah, because they most of the time they're it's not single barrel; it's just blended. So yeah. they're like, you know, it's a little of this, a little of that to kind of keep it consistent. You know, consistently the same style. Because each barrel can be really different. And then maybe they were like, oh, we don't have enough of this year. So we're yeah, going to go true. with the next year. So it's got a little bit of 11 year in there. So we can't call it yeah, 12 Yeah, they, they could be six months shy of 12 year and yeah. you know all that work of exactly. relabeling and all that stuff. So and yeah, I get that, I guess. 
I would think that that, that kind of thing, if you're going to put an age statement on a bottle, it better be. Like, legally, it better be because you could get in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Great nose, great taste. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, when If you walked in the store and, you know... Try a little water. You uh, have high standards when it comes to whiskey. And you know about good bottom shelf stuff or something, but... If you didn't know anything about fighting cock or did your research on it or look at other whiskey influencers that talk highly about this bottle, mm-hmm. you see that label and you walk into the liquor store and you look at the price, nineteen ninety nine or twenty four ninety nine, and you look at that label and you're like, hmm, yeah, that's definitely a bottle I would have buy. <laughs> but... Looks can be deceiving. Yeah. And the, the font isn't, you know, it's not the, like... <laughs> I think the what ruins it for me is the font. <laughs> it's like a cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But great. But good. Hmm. Wow. Uh, was it Ben Romick? Mm-hmm. Scotch. Their their font they use it's like a it's like painted with a you know like an oil painting. And the whole just the whole design of the bottle and just the the label and everything it reminds me of a wine bottle. It doesn't say scotch. It just doesn't say to me this is scotch. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It looks like a wine bottle. I mean they got this the kind of thing going on here. It's like what, is this for kids? <laughs> yeah, like the chicken does look like it's from like some type of coloring book or something. But I love it, though. Yeah. I do like it. Now, is this your first? This isn't your first bottle of this, right? Yes, it is. It is? Yeah, yeah. My so, first bottle of this. No kidding. Because I always shot away from it, and then uh, an influencer that I watch a lot, they talked how good it is. And they actually had the six-year age-stated one, mm-hmm. so it was an older bottle, and I, I saw it the other... Well, I bought this bottle a long time ago, but... Um, no kidding. Yeah, I just never... I had a pour out of it one time, and then, you know how my whiskey is set up, I have Lots the low end... Yeah, at the low end shelf, which this is a part of, which if I'm sipping on something by myself, I rarely reach for the low end stuff. Mm. But. <laughs> right. Because I, I don't drink during the week, so. You got all that high end stuff sitting there. You're yeah, like, I just uh, got one pour, one pour there. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but I, I should start with low end every once in a while to get my palate straight. But. So good. Because these are daily drinkers. These would be daily drinker mm-hmm. bottles. And I'm not a daily drinker, so... Straight. Yeah. Neat, you know, just... Or you could be like, ah, man, rough, rough day at work. Do I want something straight? Even though I got, I got a busy day tomorrow? Let me just make a whiskey and Coke or a whiskey sour or something right. out of this. You have people over. Yeah, and won't be mad about it because it's like 25 bucks. Yeah. For a liter. Cheap. 
<clears throat> so what's your rating? Uh, the sweetness is not my jam. Oh, really? Not my jam. That's why when we did the, uh, the rye shootout, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was the sweetness that uh, do it, for you, huh? it, it brought them down. So, uh, but this is quality. Mm-hmm. I'm not denying that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's definitely aged more than four years. This is this is aged enough to just completely take the heat out of it. So, no water needed, really. No. Mm-mm. Um. I'd say an eighty-three. Yeah, I'm going 84, 84 for me. Yeah. It's, uh, for the price, man, that is, that price range is really tough because there's so many other, there's a lot in that price range mm-hmm. and there, there's a lot of good ones too. Yeah. 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 I would be curious to see how this holds up against uh wild turkey 101 bourbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to do that. I never, you know, when I get, when I buy wild turkey, I always buy the rye. Yeah, because I'm making old fashions with it. Wild turkey one on one bourbon. <laughs> um, that is good stuff. And that that was that's another bourbon that used to have age statements. It'd be like eight huh. year. Huh. And is the uh, what is the the higher end wild turkey? Oh, uh, is that age stated? Like the rare breed, no, is that that's what it's a called? blend. So that's a, oh, blend, that's a blend of nine year 12 for sure. Hmm. And it's the third one in there. Uh, I'm falling off my game. 16? I can't remember. I, I can't remember. I know nine right. and 12 for sure. Okay, but yeah, that's yeah, rare. The stuff rare is breed, really yeah. good. You can't touch. Actually, it's killing me now. I'm going to get that blend right. Mm. All right. There we go with the, the low end. Respectable. Rare breed. Is it 6, 8, and 12? Oh, my gosh. Siri, you're killing me. <laughs> you know what? The older I get, the more irritated I get. I use an electronics. You turn into a grumpy old man. <laughs> like, okay, try to t- type in rare breed. Trier read. Then I finally get it. Rare bleed? No, <laughs> rare breed. I have a rare bleed. And now it's taking me to a book. <laughs> All right, just give me the specs so on this So you're thing. just looking for the what it's made of? Yeah, because okay. I, I don't... It's killing me that <laughs> I shouldn't know it. Okay, six, eight, and twelve. So I was. Oh. I got it right at the. Does it end. say the percentage of each one? Uh, nah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Like I said, we got to review that one day too, because that's another bottle that's like fifty bucks. And that barrel proof. You got a blend of six, eight, yeah, and twelve. That's why when you said. <laughs> We should do a shootout of the higher end rise. 
I was thinking rare breed would be in there, but oh, that's the, like fifty bucks. The, oh the oh yeah the I forgot that they have the wild turkey rare breed rye now. Too. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Delicious stuff. All right, you should we pause it or do you want to just go right into the ne- the high end? Oh yeah, let's go right into the high All end, right. man. All right. I'm ready. <clears throat> I'm ready. Time for. Oh, it's falling out of the box. What is this? Time for something delicious. Oh, Highland Park 16. Yeah, you can't go Park wrong with it. 16 year twisted tattoo. It's a special release. Yeah, I had this with you before during the fall. Okay. That's like a nice I, picture I on the know. patio. Um, It's been, oh, yeah, it's been. Yeah. I've been kind of sipping on this throughout the months, so it's probably, I don't know, three quarters of the way full. I'm going to switch glasses. But it's been here. open for six months, I think. About. Switch my glass. Um, this is from. I had to look it up. See those islands at the top? Orkney? Mm-hmm. The, those islands, our collection of islands is Orkney. And the biggest town there. He has a map of Scotland, by the way. Yeah, that, this wall. is where that's where Highland Park is. It's kind of like right in the middle of all those islands. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the islands to the right. That's the Shetland Islands, which is further up. Yeah, you're talking about the one left. Yep. Gotcha. All right. So, is, is that enough? That's enough. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Get this around my glass a little bit. This is interesting. Now, this Highland isn't Park. just any old scotch. Now, who owns them? Um, because when you think about peanut whiskey, and to my mind, not even being like heavily in scotch like you are, it's like hmm. you have you have those brands. They might be those brands pop up, and it seems like Highland Park will be like one of the first things I would tell someone that wants to have a pita scotch. I'd be like, Highland Park. Edrington Americas. Imported by Edrington Americas. Um, distilled and bottled by Highland Park Distillery. Doesn't say anything about okay. another like label, like a name mm-hmm. or anything. But they, I think they do a lot of sourcing, right? Highland Park. No. They, they do their own thing. They don't. They don't get it from anywhere else. They distill. They no. Do I'm it. talking about like for other people, like as oh. far as blends are concerned or something. Oh, I don't know. That's a good. I don't know how much they do. Um, they. If you, oh, if you actually, could, I'm wrong. Like when uh, here in the U.S., when they finish a bourbon in like Scotch barrels or something. Uh huh. <clears throat> like that American Perry. That we had always peated. Finish it at Highland Park. Yeah, and you were like, "It's Highland, it's Highland Park." You could tell that it was. That's what you were. I couldn't tell, but you were like, "Is this is probably Highland Park that it was finished in?" So a couple things about this this particular tat twisted tattoo. All right, it's a high proportion of first fill. Roja wine casks married with a smaller portion of first fill bourbon casks. So this is like a double 
barrel? It's a single malt that they split into two different casks. The one first fill bourbon, ex-bourbon, um, and the other, this first fill Roja, Rioja wine casks. So this is a... It's like a red wine, I think. A blend? It's a blend of finishes. So it's okay. finished in wine and it's finished in bourbon, but it's the same, uh, same, you know, starting ingredient. It's a single okay. malt. So the breakdown is 153 casks of um, the Roja, Rioja wine casks mm-hmm. and 70 Firstville bourbon casks. And then they aged them at different um, amounts of time and then blended them all together in 2018. Huh. Um, so this wine, does it have the same characteristic yeah. as a port? Because I'm getting kind of a... On the nose so far, I'm getting a lot of dryness. Like a wine. It's very and, porty to me. And even with the peat. Another thing about Highland Park, if you read any of their advertisement or their descriptions of anything, they're always talking about DNA. DNA. They're always mentioning the DNA of Highland Park. And that's comes down to the peat that they get it's in the orkney islands like seven miles away from their distillery they get all their peat from that one location gotcha and it's like high content heather i guess um it's different than all the other peats found elsewhere mm. in, in you know like isla and all the isle sky or whatever so it's a distinct type of peat smell yeah, it's not, like, super crazy smoky. No. It's just, like, a hint of smokiness. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know that you're smelling Very a pita scotch. Tame. But... Yeah, it's it's smoky, but it's, like, warm and sweet and yeah, mellow. It's, yeah, you know? it's like it's whispering to mm-hmm. you. Hi, I'm Pete. <laughs> Pete, the friendly neighbor. <laughs> Mm. Oh. Now the peat on the back end of the finish. There's a peat. Yeah. On the finish. Uh, Front up, that wine character, whatever you said that it was, Rojas or whatever. Right, Rioja. Rioja. Yeah. I don't even know (laughs) what you said. Uh, You could could definitely get that wine influence in the front. And it's sweet. Um, caramel sweetness with it kind of butterscotchy with the wine and then on the finish which is still going um smoky very smoky i'm getting like um it's like a charness to it yeah um yes like a trying to think of a dessert that's like subtle it's like a it's there yeah but it's like it's not in your to, face. Trying to think of a dessert that you will lightly char. Um, creme brulee. Yeah, creme brulee type of thing going on here on the finish. I mean, it's still going too. That's crazy. 
16 years too. 16 year old. So you're getting some oak in there too. Sweet fruits. Like uh, juicy. Yeah, delicate. Like, man. Uh, you know, not like um, a berry or anything, but I'm like a, you know, like ripe peaches. Yeah, peaches. <clears throat> yeah. Tree ripe. Right. Like super ripe. Juicy. Wow, that's great. Huh. This is probably the first time since we've reviewed a uh, pita scotch. Usually, I always say something about fruit. Usually, probably kind of say something in the same family as a peach or something, or a pineapple, Mm -hmm. or some type of melon. But I always throw in that strip of bacon Mm. or some type of meat. And I'm not getting that meat uh-huh. peatiness. It's more like a char. Yeah. Yeah, this is different than their standard Highland Park. And it's no savory, like the savoriness, like a... Like a Leger 18? Yeah, yeah. Like sweet and salty. Mm-hmm. But you're not getting this. This, this is... One of a kind. It's about a hundred bucks a bottle. I think I spent on it. That's why when I saw it, it was like sixteen year, hundred dollars. That's you know what this reminds good. me of of what we reviewed. This is what I was hoping that that Alberfeldy sixteen <laughs> tasted like. <laughs> Because it, it's reminiscent to the Albert Feldy, but this is what it was missing to me. They're... Wait, wait, wait. Aberfeldy? Yeah. 16? Did we do that? Yeah, I think we reviewed it. Don't you have that? Well, I got the 21. Oh, and the, the 21. Maybe okay, that's the 21. One yeah. Yeah, the 21 was a fruit basket. Yeah. It's kind of reminiscent of that, but with more character to me. And the I know the twenty one yeah. was a gift, but mm-hmm. I think the twenty one is more expensive than this bottle. Yeah. And if I <laughs> I would say I'd rather buy this. Oh yeah. Well Even though this, they're different. This twenty one that Aberfeldy doesn't have any peak. I mean it's No, like, I know. It's like But this is a just different... a hint. This is a hint. Bro. Yeah. It's enough. Yeah. It's kinda enough. like on the well, Springbank probably has a little more. But Springbank is a nice balance of peat. You know, it's not Spring, in your Spring face. Springbank is part of the best, one of the best peated scotches <laughs> I ever had. Yeah. And that was just a 15. I can only imagine what the other ones are. I yeah. Was that the 15? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. That was the just. The prices on the Springbank could just keep uh, going it, up. Yeah. It's a shame. It's kind of ridiculous. But you're right. If you're gonna if you're gonna drop the money on a peated scotch, Springbank, you can't go wrong. <laughs> that's, that's the way to go. Wow, man, this is this is good. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've had Highland Park, like their regular, twelve year. But this makes me want to get like their eighteen. Or 15. 
one of those two. Maybe the 18 if I can afford it. I think that's like $300. I don't know. But it's it's up there. It's funny how the prices of scotches just skyrocket with the age statements. It'd be like a three-year difference sometimes, and then it's like $200 more <laughs> or something. But you can find it sometimes. Like, yeah, Highland Park 18 or Knob Creek 18. <laughs> Which one am I going to find first, I wonder? <laughs> that is the nice thing about living in America, is there's not a lot of Scotch fans. So it's like, the, it's not picked over. Mm-mm. It's just like full shelf everywhere you go. I almost think I'm getting a little bit of like a gunpowder. Mm-hmm. Like gunpowder smoke or something. Like coal. Coal smoke, gunpowder smoke. What proof is this? Is this 92? Is it 46? Let's see. 46.7. Ah, man, I was so close. But in the ballpark. Mm, A lot of stuff about Vikings here. So what is that, 93.4 proof? Am I right? Did I calculate that right? I don't know. 46.7, right? 93.7? 46.7, yeah. Um... Or 93.4. Sounds like a radio station. 93.4. So the the casks were filled in 2001 for the, uh, the wine casks. Uh-huh. And in 1999 for the bourbon. Ex-bourbon casks. And then... The casks married together in September 2018. So, doesn't that doesn't that mean like that's like 17 year? Yeah. Do they call it 16 year? <clears throat> I guess it been, depends on which one was in there f- uh, first. Uh, well, so yeah, I don't uh, know if Scotch has the same criteria than American. Like, mm-hmm. you could half one. A part of that aging a year longer than the other half but you always got to go with the lowest year yeah i think they can safely say it's 16 yeah even though technically could be 17, 17. yeah i didn't put any water in this and it's just it's not really needed no Mm-mm. i mean it's great it is not hot at all I think I'm ready for my rating, man. Oh. I'm going to go with a 85 and a half. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say... I didn't even think about this, but now that I think about it, I'm thinking you're right. It's an 85 for, for me. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's not Lejeg 18 good. Um, it's not Springbank good. But 
You know what? Maybe uh, the the wine, the red wine casks, is not my thing. Maybe that's it. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, not in love with it. But it's good. Okay. A solid 85. There we go. And we've been on the same page, man. Like, uh, the more we do these together, it seems like the more we're, like, in unison or something. <laughs> This is making me want to buy a standard 18-year Highland Park, though. To really get their DNA. Mm-hmm. See what their DNA is all about. Because this, the red wine is taking it off course so much, you know? Yeah, that's the only bad thing about finishes. It helps a whiskey, mm-hmm. and then it can hurt it. Mm-hmm. Like, some whiskeys that I don't even like that much... Then once he did a finish, I was like, hmm, okay, this is impressive. Like, for instance, like, imagine Knob Creek. Like, a standard Knob Creek was like, oh, well, we're going to finish the regular Knob Creek 100 in the port barrel. We're going to be like, uh, who asked for that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't want one said. Huh. Well, it's good. And it's $100, so you get into that price range and you're like, uh, should I spend this money on this or should I spend it on uh, something else? And yeah, it's everybody's own personal call, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I just had to, see, I had to see what it And it's a catching design, you know? Yeah, yeah. Their really, bottle, their, their bottle really shape cool. and every time they do a design, it's kind of... Cool. It's almost like I feel like a Viking when I drink it because <laughs> of the bottle and then what they got on there. But yeah, all right, that's our episode. That's a wrap. We'll see you on the next episode. We're gonna have. Uh, I'm gonna do the low end. Oh, what, what, yeah. what are we gonna do? Yeah, I'm gonna do the high. All right. See you next time. See ya.